Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast. I'm here with a special guest today, Angela Pitnikoff. She is a pastor's wife, boy mom, worship leader, and podcaster. She loves to lead worship and help people know the heart of God, understand the power of the Holy Spirit and receive the love of their heavenly father in a deep way. On her podcast, The Kingdom Daughters, she shares her desire to help women understand their true identity in Jesus and walk in true freedom that only comes from him. Y'all, this is a topic we have been hammering these last few weeks. And so I'm so excited to hear it from Angela. Uh, We will talk a little bit more about where you can find her and her resources later in the episode, but I will tell you now that she lives with her husband and three boys in Northern California. Angela, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that bio? Uh, I don't think so, but thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. I love it. I think this is going to be a really, really powerful, um, powerful episode because today we are going to be talking a little bit about finding time as a busy mom to be consistent in your Jesus time and maybe even some practical habits to put in place to help your relationship with God. This has been something we've been hammering here (laughs) on the intentional abundant (laughs) life podcast. So Angela, if you even want to just start out sharing like a little bit of your testimony, like how did, how did these become topics that you are super comfortable sharing about? And like, what was, what was your journey to like coming to these habits in this space as a busy mom of three boys? <laughs> yeah, I think, um, so I grew up in the church. Um, I'm a pastor's wife. My husband and I have been pastoring for 20 years. Um, and we, you know, I think that being in those, in that place where you feel like, I'm a Christian. I'm good. You know, I got this. Um, I'm a pastor's wife. (laughs) I lead worship and I got it all together, you know, and you get in those seasons and you realize you're not all together, you know, and you don't have it. Um, and I think I just, for so, so many years, I just chased, 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 um, keeping all these things together, making it look like our family had it together. Even before I was married, it was, you know, having this idea that I had to, um, perform for God and have all these things together. And, um, I couldn't make any mistakes. Um, and 
So it was, it was more about like, oh, I had to check off these things, like and make sure I was doing the right things and checking them off and making God happy, you know? <laughs> and I came to a point several years ago where I was like, I don't even know myself very well. I don't know God very well. I don't even understand really who he is. I know I remember going to a women's conference and I had been dealing with fear all my life, just like different things. Um, it was generational, but she was talking about how like we literally have the power to break fear out of our life. We have got through Jesus, we can like break things off like that and using scripture and using his word to free ourselves from things. And it literally was like, wait, what? I didn't know that <laughs> all this time, you know, all this time I had been in church around, you know, grew, grew up in church and around church and, and hearing God's word. And it was this like light bulb that went off. Like, I don't even know that much, you know, like, I don't even really know God that he's like, I knew that he was there. I knew I wanted to serve him. I knew I wanted to live an, an honoring life, but I didn't know he loved me. I didn't know he wanted to free me. I didn't know that um, he wanted a relationship with me. And there was just like this breakthrough that happened. And just since then, I mean, that's been about, it's been about seven to eight years, I think that I really have been just like chasing after the Lord and saying, okay, God, what does this look like? And it's been amazing because I lead worship too. And <clears throat> I was leading worship back then too, but it was more again, like just checking off the boxes, learning the songs, singing it well, you know, performing and doing all the things you're supposed to do. And when I started really understanding like who God was and really taking the time to spend with him, I was experiencing him on a whole new level of just his love and his goodness and his faithfulness and just being reminded and being able to hear him more clearly and, um, just walking in different um, places with him. So I don't know, that went kind of long, sorry. <laughs> I get excited. Oh, absolutely. No need to apologize. I loved every bit of it. I love that you talked about going from like this almost checkoff list of, and I'm doing air quotes here for the <laughs> listeners, making God happy, right? Is yeah. one of the things that you said. And I'm like, oh, that is so that is so real and relevant for me because I remember a time in my like walk of coming to know him, that it was very similar. And I'm like, I don't know what, what to do. I'm reading scripture and I'm praying and I'm serving in the church and all these different capacities. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing my Bible study and all this stuff. Like, why is this like happening or whatever else? Not that I was like being punished, but it's just like, I didn't feel this like closeness with God. And I didn't feel like he was ever present in my life. And so, um, I love that you, you talked about, you had this like epiphany almost like this revelation where it was about knowing God, like he loves me. He wants relationship with me. He wants to free me. Like what? It's not, it's not just this, um, I don't know, check Mark <laughs> Christianity. Yeah. You're like just saying, Oh yeah, I believe in Jesus. And I go to church. Like it's so much more than that but it comes from that place of knowing God. And I think that was a big question that happened in my walk too, is like, mm -hmm. I realized, like I had said, like, 
I was reading this book and I, I forget what it was called. Maybe I'll think of it later and put it in the show notes. Yeah. But, um, I was reading this book and I was like, okay, yeah, this is so good. This is so true. This is so real. Oh, it's called, I don't wait anymore by, I think it was Emily Townsend, um, is the name. And in there, it kind of, I don't want to say I had the same like transformation or epiphany, but it was one of those things. And I was like, oh yeah, I need to trust God. And then that's when I realized, like, I don't trust him because I don't, well, I, I had a really big struggle of just trusting people, right. Mm-hmm. From like past hurts and trauma in my life, yeah. but I didn't trust God because I didn't know God. And so it was still back to that knowing God. Mm-hmm. And so I, when I was reading that book, like, I remember I was in Hawaii and I like declared, okay, God, I am going to know you so that I can trust you so that I can be in this relationship with you. And then I came back from that vacation and I got caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. And then I wasn't doing that. And like, literally the bottom dropped out of my existence. (laughs) And he was like, and and it was so funny because I remember like literally all these things falling away. And I'm like, what is happening? Like my whole world is crumbling around me. Like literally even the ground I was standing on. That's a story for another time. Um, (laughs) But I just like laughed and I was like, okay, God, I hear you. Like I was so clearly able to look back and see, I said that I was going to know you so that I could trust you and be in relationship with you. And I'm still not doing that. I was still living this almost like superficial Christianity. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't helping me. I didn't have any fruit of the spirit. I wasn't living in that closeness with him. I wasn't hearing him. And it was because I wasn't taking the time to prioritize him and getting to know him. So I love that you shared all of that because, um, I think it's really relevant for, for a lot of us, especially as busy moms, like we have to be consistent in seeking him. If we want relationship with him. Um, I I think it's about definitely about consistency, but like you even said, if we're not like, you can go through the motions, I think, and kind of like get into, cause I've done that too. Where I'm like, well, I'm doing my devotions and I'm, I'm praying. Like you were saying, like, I'm doing all the right things. Why isn't this working? You know, mm-hmm. and you can get through, get to a point where it just becomes kind of mundane and you have to be really careful with that. I mean, I always use this example. It's just like any relationship you have in your life. I mean, it's, if, if you just are, if you have a best friend and all you do is go to Starbucks every single day, you always get the same drink. You always talk about the same thing. You never deter from one specific conversation. And then that's it. Like how exciting and how exciting and deep is that relationship going to be? It's going to get boring. It's going to get mundane. You're going to get bored of it you're not going to want to be a part of that anymore. And that is what happens with us in the Lord. It's the same thing. If you just wake up and it's good to be in a routine. Like for me, I feel like I have to do that. I'm like, this is my morning routine. I'm spending time with the Lord, but I'm intentional about saying, Holy spirit, lead me, guide me today. I need to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Open my heart. As opposed to saying, oh, this is my morning routine. I have to open my Bible. I'm going to read X, Y, Z. Okay, now I'm going to pray. This is my list of prayers that I had all this week. Same list, same thing. Then it becomes where it's it's not relationship anymore. It has to be 
a routine relationship, <laughs> if that makes sense. It's like, yes. you want to be in this, you want to be, you know, consistent with what you're doing so that it becomes a part of your every day, but you don't want it to become so checkbox because right. that's when you're going to start feeling like, why am I even doing this? What is, what is the point of this? And, and God's like, um, you're doing this your way and you're not, you're not hearing from me. You're not actually building a relationship with me. You're not, it doesn't, you know? And so my, I guess my little, that is knowing God is actually building that relationship with him, wanting to know who he is. There's so much goodness in God's word when you do that. So Amen. I don't know. That kind of went off. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, uh, right before you were talking about that. So I love that you, you pointed it out because I think it comes, it comes to like this, you want to do it consistently. So it's a habit, but you don't want to do it mm-hmm. in such a fashion that it becomes like ritualistic where you're like, yes. and, and so the relationship thing is what I was going to say too. Like, I, I say this a lot to moms and I actually had a conversation with one of my clients a few weeks ago about this is like, so this is what your re- relationship with God looks like. Uh, how would your relationship be with your kids? If it looked the same way, like mm-hmm. if you just like never went and talked to them, like in this intimate personal conversation, or, or even like your kids with you, like if they never came and talked to you about stuff and they only ever called you when there was a problem, but they didn't want you to help mm. with the problem. They just wanted you to like take the problem yeah. away. Right. Like, yeah. and just all these different kind of like analogies. Like if you're not having this relationship with your kids, if you're not taking the time to like be intimate and personal and give them individualized attention and have deep, meaningful conversations with them and, and have this, um, it's like a tongue twister word for me, reciprocity. Um, it like in the relationship with them where it Mm -hmm. almost is like a give and take where you can learn and grow with each other together. Um, kind of a thing like, yeah, I, it's so much more than just a morning routine or just like check Mark off or, or just, yeah do X, Y, and Z. It's like, we have the Holy spirit. It is like just that in itself is such a gift. And, and we have to, I think we have to be quiet to like, to hear his voice and his push Mm -hmm. and his, and his call. So I know that you, um, you know, some like ways as a busy mom to be consistent in your Jesus time. Um, you, you'd mentioned the morning routine, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, but do you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think really it comes down to finding your best time of the day. Um, being intentional about that because everybody's different. Some people are night owls and that's the best time for them make that your time. You have to be consistent about it, but I'm the same. I'm morning. I'm I've gotten myself into a routine every single morning. I do certain things and I do it every morning and it helps. And again, it's like back to the other things like, yes, it can be easy to get into those routines and then just kind of make it a, a, um, ritualistic, 
But when you're consistent with it and you're consistently chasing after Jesus, like he is faithful, like he is so faithful. So I guess I would say first figure out what is the best time of day for you, because maybe mornings are terrible for you. Maybe your kids are early risers and you don't have any time in the morning. So don't do that. Do it when it's nap time, maybe, you know, depending on where you're at in your stage of motherhood, it could be nap time. But that is, again, about being intentional, because guess what? <clears throat> usually during nap time, you're usually like, oh, I can get to my to-do list. I can do the dishes or the laundry, or I can binge watch my favorite show while I'm doing the laundry or something. You have to be set a time and say, no, when this happens, I am going to sit down with the Lord and I'm going to take this time. And that is where routines are built because you're able to say, no, I'm making this routine. Um, so find, finding the time for sure and being intentional about it. Um, I think that busy is the badge of honor that moms like to wear, right? <laughs> I am 100% guilty of that. I've said that so many times I catch myself saying it and it's a terrible word. And it's a terrible thing for moms to just get caught up in because it doesn't really help us to be busy. <laughs> it just mm -hmm. does it, you know, it's such, it makes us tired and it, it gets our priorities out of whack. I just think we just kind of chase all of these goals and dreams for our kids and our family and all these things. And we're chasing all those things. And we're not, like you said, quieting our heart. We're not making the number one thing priority. I was actually having a conversation with a friend the other day and I was like, I don't peep, I don't know why we do this, but we don't want to invest our time or our energy into the most important things. And instead we, we give God the smallest part of our day and expect him to like help us at all times or that we're going to be able to hear him clearly. And we're going to, you know, like we, I know I'm saying this from experience. This is how I was like, I just expected, well, I serve you, Lord, and I'm here and I'm doing this. And it's like, well, I haven't built, you haven't built a relationship, you know, and you don't know, I don't know his voice because I'm only giving him five minutes of a day. And I'm not saying that you should feel guilted into an hour long devotional time or worship time or anything like that. I understand, especially as a mom, man, there's a lot going on, especially in the early years with your kids. There's just constant feedings and constant diapers and constant things. I get it. But when we intend, when we're intentional about spending time with him, it is amazing how clear your day gets and how open your day gets and how not busy your day gets when you prioritize Jesus, because your perspective changes on what is important for the day. Um, you're, it's, you have clarity on your day because now you're walking with Holy Spirit throughout the day instead of trying to do it on your own. You have a partner, which is amazing. He's gonna lead and guide you. And when you open it up to him and say, Lord, I give you this day, even day by day, 
he's going to free up so much space for you because you just gave it to him first. You, it, you spent time with him and you prioritized him. Well, now he's helping you throughout the day. So it's amazing how unbusy we can be <laughs> when we, because we, I think in our minds, and this is a, a tactic, of, tactic of the enemy. It's like, I just don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. Lord, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And I just, I don't have time today, but I, I just give this day to you and that's it. You know, it's, uh, and, and that's okay. God's like, sure. I love you. I'm going to take whatever I can get, you know, but when we actually say, no, this is priority. This is the most important thing. I know that God's going to help me today when I walk with him. And when I surrender my day to him, when I'm intentional with him, there's set, there's a shift, man. I'm telling you from experience, there's a shift when we prioritize the Lord, when we give it to him, he just frees things up and it just changes. It changes everything. So I don't know if yeah. I answered your question. I'm sorry. No, I think you did. And that last part of what you're talking about with like changing the perspective and him just like, I don't know, I, like he clears our schedule and like aligns our heart with his, like when we, mm. when we meet him in the morning. Yep. And I remember one morning, this was last summer, like right about a year ago. Um, I was in my morning quiet time with him. If I would have looked at, you know, one of the things that I do in my morning routine, um, I call them my daily intentions. I'll state my daily intentions for the day. And I think so often in the morning, we can look at our schedule and we can look at our daily intentions and like all the things that we have to do. If we're going out and relying on our own understanding, like it's totally different than when we bring God into that space. And I remember this particular day, like most other days, like if I'm just doing it on my own understanding, like I don't have time for other requests or for other things. Like I know what my day needs to look like for me right. to get done the things that I have on my plate to get done. And I remember one morning that, um, I was in my, my prayer time and my quiet time. And I was just like, okay, God, like, who are you calling me to show up and serve today? Mm. And um, I just felt like he was, he was saying like the people who are close to me, like near local, like in my local community, um, because I do a lot of my like business online and a lot of my ministry, you know, through podcasting mm -hmm. and social media and whatever else. Um, and I just felt like local was the thing. And it was like, not even 20 minutes after I got off my, you know, phone call with God, <laughs> yeah. my phone rang and it was a friend of mine locally whose toddler was having seizures mm. and they were in the hospital and they needed somebody to watch their baby. And like instantly I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then it was like, I was looking at my schedule and I was able to get like a lot of stuff done before she brought him over and dropped him off. And like, when I look back on that day, I don't remember anything that I was so busy and like needed to do on my to-do list that, that would have prevented me, you know, from saying yes to mm -hmm. that need. I remember that God prepared my heart and like allowed me to meet that need and allowed me and my son to have just the sweet time with this little baby in our home. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it was a wonderful day. And I look back and I remember that and had I said, no, I would look back and I would not see you know, anything super important that I spent my time doing that day. Um, so I love that you brought that up because that's so very real in my life where that's just one of the testimonies that I have to share in terms of like God, just changing my schedule and changing my heart about my day and really preparing me 
in that quiet time in that space where I met him in the morning, um, to do that. But I know there is, um, there was something you had mentioned, I think before we started recording or whatever, where you were talking about kind of just this idea of like worship all day long. And so I'm interested in hearing more about that too, because I love, I totally believe in like, you know, not just the morning quiet time, like, but finding your best time and then being intentional about it, respecting the boundaries of that. I'm hundred percent. Yes. And amen. It's about chasing after him, but maybe for some of us who, um, you know, you were saying you, you're not expecting people to go and just spend an hour like in your devotion or like word study in a day. But I think this idea to me of worship all day long is like, but we can have at least an hour with him every day when we're doing it in this fashion. So will will you share a little bit more about that with us? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. I actually had to be, um, when I was thinking about this for myself, um, I actually started putting in my phone, just like reminders, like pray, pray, worship, talk to the Lord, you know, and, um, that's something I encourage women to do because we have that tool now that's like on us all the time. And we're looking at our phones all the time. Um, and it's an easy way to just be reminded and get yourself into a routine of praying throughout the day and worshiping throughout the day. Um, I think worship as a whole, like just worship music brings so much life and connection to the Lord in a deeper way. So for me, it's not, um, it's not just about the worship, like music wise, but if you're filling your home with actual worship throughout the day, and my kids are older. And so 10 years ago, I didn't have 10, 15 years ago, I did not have access to worship music like we do now, nowadays. It's so easy for you to get on YouTube or Spotify and through your smart TV and just pour that out of your your home. It's it wasn't as accessible when I was when my kids were little. And I actually look and I see people with their kids, you know, people show videos of their kids worshiping. And I'm like, ah, that's so awesome because I didn't have that. I was harder. I had CDs, (laughs) you know, when it was like Hillsong. That was it. Um but now you have just access to so much. And because it's so accessible, there's really no excuse for us not to have it filling our home, filling our car, filling our family, because that is relationship with the Lord. That is life-giving scripture being sung over us and poured into every crevice of our house and home. When we welcome him into our space like that, and when we allow his presence to move, even if we're not fully engaged in the worship, it's just being sung over us, you know, like, um, God sings over us, you know, and just allowing that music to fill our spaces. Like that is just one aspect of how you can worship throughout the day, because you're just, you're just opening up your space and your, your heart and your kids' hearts to God's presence, just being able to move freely 
And guess what? There's the enemy doesn't like worship. So he's gone. He's going to flee as soon as you open up that, you know, as soon as any of um, worship is being played, it just, it just frees up your space. So that is a worship throughout the day, but also worship as a lifestyle, what we say, what we do, how we pray, how we act when we're inviting God to be a part of our everyday, there's yelling at our kids, you know, there's less frustration. Um, like I said earlier, there are perspective changes on what's important. And I say that because I, again, I, I yelled at my kids. I've yelled at my kids before, right? You get to a point where you're like, ah, but when you, are in tune with the Holy Spirit and you're walking with him and you're bringing God along throughout the day, it's a lot harder for those, for that, uh, human weakness to come out because you're, you're connected to Jesus. You're connected to the vine, you know, our source. And when you're connected to that, he's the one moving through you. He's the one working through you. He's the one teaching and, um, giving you the time, like you were saying, um, to free you up, to help people, to bless people, to love people, because your perspective's changing. I think if like, to be honest, like for me in certain parts of my motherhood, I would have been like, heck no, I can't watch anybody else's kids. My, my plate is full, right? right? You know, but when you're in those places with the Lord and you're you're in a good place with him and you're connected to him and you spent that time with him, you're in a good place to serve. You're in a good place to give because he's filled you up and he's a part of everything. And so the lifestyle thing, I think, put those um, reminders in your phone to be praying throughout the day and whatever that looks like. I mean, it could be you have a list of things that you're going to bring up throughout the day. Even in your notes, you could say, pray for one of your children. And then the next hour, pray for the other child or pray for my husband. Or you could be like, just pray and Holy spirit lead me in this hour. What do you want me to pray for? Who, who needs prayer? Like who, who are you going to bring to me today to, to lift up? Um, so it could be however you, however you want to do it. Like that's the beauty of this relationship with God is he's, he just wants, and he just wants to spend time with us. He just wants to hear from us. He already knows, right? He already knows our needs. He already knows what we need. He already knows what we're going to pray for, but it's about relationship. It's about building that with him. And when we start to do that, we begin to hear him clear. We begin to understand what he's saying to us. We begin to build that relationship again and community with him. And, um, so yeah, that's worship all day. It just brings him into brings him into the everyday craziness, you know, where we think we have to just give him the little bit of time and he's going to be with us. And, you know, that's fine. But the rest of the day we have craziness going on. You know, we're just juggling balls. I always say that moms are always juggling balls, right? We're always just wow, trying to keep all the things together. When we bring him into those things, it's just less chaotic because he brings peace he brings joy. Like you said earlier, the fruit of the spirit, he just, all those things come out and makes it so much calmer and easier throughout the day. Yes. And amen. I love that. Like, I feel like worship is so much more than music, but the music I think can really shift our hearts and our mindset towards Mm -hmm. him. 
Yep. And I know like, as soon as I start singing the words to a worship song, like I'm saying them out loud. So my brain is like processing the language aspect, but that I'm hearing it and it's to the music. And it's like, I don't know, music just like it, it has a way of like speaking and connecting to my heart so deeply. Mm-hmm. And like, there are songs that like, I cannot even sing because instantly like the words just cut me mm-hmm. and I am just a puddle of tears, yeah. <laughs> whether it's in the car or at church or if they're at home. Um, and so like, I think it just, it brings my heart back to like, and, and my face back to like the face of Jesus. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. and so I love that. I think it's amazing that we do have this opportunity to, you know, Apple music, Spotify, Amazon music, whatever it is, right. whatever Pandora, your go-to, um, just turn the music on your phone, turn the music on your TV. Um, and it's so easy. And then for your kids to like bask in that as well. I agree. Like when you're turning on the worship music, like the enemy, fleas. And you just reminded me, I used to be in this habit every morning where when my, as soon as my son would wake up, I would turn on the worship music and we would listen to worship music while I prepared breakfast and we ate and I got out of that routine. And Mm. I'm just like, man, I want to bring that back. Um, I want to bring that back into our routine because I do, I do remember the really sweet fruits that came out of it. And then I loved your tip for adding prayer reminders to your phone. Like I've never done that before, but I think it is incredibly powerful just to have that pattern interrupt, Mm. just to have that thing come across that says, Hey, stop what you're doing and recognize that like God is with you like all the time. And he is always inclining his ear to listen to you. And then even the tip of like doing one, you know, pray for your husband, pray for your kids, pray for, you know, in general, you know, pray to God for who he's going to put on your heart to pray in that moment. And I think so often we can get into this habit of like somebody posts on Facebook or a friend reaches out or, you know, our church community or whatever else sends a prayer chain and, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll pray for that. But then making the time to be very intentional about actually praying for those things, like those, those phone reminders are, are really huge. So thank you for sharing that too, because that's not something that I'm normally in the habit of. So I love, I love that you came on here to add practical tips that, that are even things that I'm not doing, which is incredible. (laughs) So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. We have talked about so much goodness today. I'm super, super excited for, um, for my new habits that I'm going to be implementing, um, as well as all the listeners here and Angela, I know you've got kind of this own ministry and sisterhood and podcast and all of this of your own. So I'll include all the links in the show notes, but do you want to verbally tell the listeners, um, where they can find you and connect? Yeah. Um, So I have a podcast called Kingdom Daughters, um, and it's all about encouraging women to walk as a daughter of the king, um, know who they are and understand their worth, and also just get in really good habits of chasing Jesus consistently and walking with him, um, finding freedom in that. So um, you can go to thekingdomdaughters.com and uh, there's a couple links there. Um, I have a free five-day devotional on there um, if you want to start from there. And then, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. (laughs) I'm just, um, it's all new. 
all new, but it's amazing. God's been opening so many awesome doors. And so it's been really fun. So I appreciate you having me on here. It's been a really fun and great conversation. I love it. Awesome. Okay. One last question that I have for you that I did not give you a heads up for. So I apologize, <laughs> but I love to ask my list or, or my listeners, um, my guests on here. Um, what does intentional abundance mean to you? Oh gosh. I would say, um, I would say intentionally chasing Jesus when you're intentional about chasing him, he's going to give you abundance because it's like kind of what we were talking about. Like when we chase him, he frees up our day. That's abundance, man. Especially as a mom, that's, that is like, praise the Lord for that. So that's what I would say. (laughs) I love it. Yes. And amen. That's the most concise answer I've ever (laughs) received, but hundred percent. I am with you there. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angela. I appreciate your time. I appreciate all of your tips. Um, and I know that this is going to bless so many hearts. So thank you, Angela. Thank you to the listeners. And I hope you all have an extremely blessed as well as an intentionally abundant day. And I want to invite you ladies into a workshop that I am holding and it's called uncomplicated faith where I am going to give you guys scripture and encouragement and real life examples of how you can uncomplicate your faith, how you can prioritize this time with him. I'm going to give you more reasons as to why this is so incredibly important. And maybe one or maybe several of them are really going to resonate with you. Because if you are not taking the time to seek him daily, to pray unceasingly, to get quiet, to pray, to hear from him, to read his word, to allow it to meditate from your head to your heart, then let's do that. Let's uncomplicate your faith and live out a life that is evident of who it is that is living in you that is evident by the fruits that you are showing up with and sharing with others the link is in the show notes to jump into that workshop and it is completely free so there's no reason for you not to go click that link unless you are like yep jesus is like all over me my fruits are amazing get up before my family and I spend an hour in scripture every day and I'm doing like all these Bible studies. Okay, no, even then you should be in this workshop because you're making your faith really complicated if you are in a different Bible study every day of the week. There's a good indication that you're not taking the time to allow that to meditate from your head to your heart. If you're listening to sermons all day every day and you're not actually allowing it to change your life, if you're in a state of consuming the fruits showing up in your life aren't that great and if you're struggling to prioritize time with him ladies there are dozens of reasons that I can encourage you to jump into this workshop but you know you know if you are living with a slightly even with an even slightly maybe more complicated faith than you should click the link in the show notes jump into this free workshop even if you can't attend live I will send you a copy of the recording 
Love you ladies. Have a God-blessed day. Thank you.